Hello and welcome to On the Record, the podcast of the Cuyahoga County Common Pleas Court. I'm your host, Aaron Toms. We hope you enjoy our discussions about the court and the legal system. And today we're talking to Jessica Payne, who is Director of Community Programs for the Cleveland Metropolitan Bar Association. Uh, Jessica, hello. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. As this conversation is being recorded, nearly 20 Common Pleas Court General Division courtrooms are being used for mock trials, which Jessica has coordinated. So tell us what's happening today. Why is the CMBA involved? Sure. Well, it seems like a natural fit. You know, the CMBA is the go-to source for legal professionals, and as part of our mission, we are giving back to the community as well. A lot of that takes place through various programs that we have, also like the three R's, where we go out into local high schools and help teach a curriculum on the Constitution. But mock trial sort of goes hand in hand with that. It's another opportunity for students to learn more about the law, you know, gain valuable experience. And, you know, whether they end up being lawyers or judges or not, you know, we're biased, of course, we want them to be, they still get skills that are going to help them, critical thinking, um, reacting on your feet, you know, preparing an argument, being able to see both sides of an argument, which is also very important. So we've been doing this for many, many years. This competition itself is the Ohio Mock Trial Competition. So it is a statewide competition. It's run under the auspices of the Ohio Center for Law-Related Education. They are based out of Columbus. We at the Bar Association, it's our pleasure to be the local hosts for the first two stages of the competition. Teams from around the area have come here to the two courthouses, both in the Justice Center and the County Courthouse, They have been matched up into teams, so they'll be playing each other. Um, They will take each of the two roles, both prosecution and defense, in arguing two trials today. And it's really just a chance for them to match up against the best of the best of their peers in the area. How does it work? Take us through the process. It is very, very well laid out. Um, The OCLRE each year starts very early in the summer, and they have a group that puts together a case. Um, They try to stay on top of what's current and what teens might be interested in, Um, so they change it up every year. This year is actually something that's been requested, they say, for many, many years, is the kids get to do something involving a murder trial. So they queue up the case, they, they write the case, and They have everything laid out so students get to experience various roles within the competition. So it starts out like a very regular trial. They have opening statements from both sides. And then the students get to choose two out of three possible witnesses for each side of the case. They go through everything. They go through direct examination, cross-examination, and and going back and forth. And then, of course, they get to do their closing remarks as well. They do this before a panel of three judges that consists of a presiding judge whose role it is to set order in the courtroom and guide the proceedings and rule on any objections or motions. And then they also have two scoring judges who really observe the trial and help um, complete their score sheets and help determine who the winner of that individual trial is. Each of the teams will be performing twice. Um, The teams that win both of their trials today will move on to the regional competition, which will be held in a couple of weeks on February 16th. The teams who win at that regional stage then move on to state and then hopefully on to nationals. Why does the CMBA, and I assume others around the state, feel it's important to have the students in actual courtrooms and not in their classrooms? It's just an experience that can't be matched. We have a lot of students who have never been in a courtroom before, have never been in a courthouse, 
And every year I get the pleasure of seeing them come to the courthouse. Um, They're dressed up to the nines. They have been practicing for months. And then they get the opportunity to go into these beautiful courtrooms, see the places where this actually takes place. It gives it an aura of realism that they just simply couldn't get anywhere else. It's invaluable to us to have the uh, the courthouses be so kind as to invite us in. So how has the partnership been with the, the Common Police Court and other divisions uh, where you're using the courtrooms in the old courthouse? Yeah. Frankly, we couldn't do it without you. Cuyahoga is the largest site across the state for the district competition. And especially in recent years when we opened up the competition to all local teams that could compete at Cuyahoga because of where they're located, Um, they come to us. So it means it's an enormous competition. And to have these courtrooms available between both of the courts, um, we just couldn't do it without you. To make this a success, how many volunteers do you need? (laughs) Dozens upon dozens. So with the mock trial, as I mentioned, you have a panel that is very specific. It has to be three judges. In the rules, we are able to get by with just two, um, but it it makes it a much more fair competition for the students if there are three because the way it works is they fill out their ballots and the team that wins is the one that gets best two out of three so what that means if we have three judges per matchup um, and today we have we are using um, 23 courtrooms that means 46 teams with 23 courtrooms times three Obviously, that's a lot of volunteers. And we, of course, have some volunteers who stay for both trials and some who come for just one or the other. All told, we usually have between 80 and 90 volunteers at this stage of the competition. Now, you mentioned that a team has to win both trials to move on. Mm -hmm. What if somebody wins one and the other team wins another one? Unfortunately, that does happen, and that's just the luck of the draw. Um, our, our folks down in Columbus do those matchups, and sometimes we do see teams that are we know are excellent, excellent teams, and it just means that one of those two is not going to advance. Um, there's a lot that goes into balancing how to do the rules for this competition, and I know um, the OCLRE is is very on top of making sure those rules are very fair. But unfortunately, sometimes due to the luck of the draw, um, that does happen. I'm sure you talk with students after it's all said and done. What are what are their general reactions or responses to being able to do this in a real courtroom? They love it. Um, not only do they do this in a real courtroom, but a lot of times the volunteers that they are appearing in front of are actual judges. We're very fortunate on the times when we have a judge whose courtroom it is, and he or she always makes a point um, to tell the students this is our courtroom, and they really get to envision what that would be like, what a a role in the legal profession would be, Um, whether it's somewhere in the court like being a bailiff or if that's all the way up and, and being a judge. They really get that sense that this is real, that this is possible, and it's something that's within their grasp. By seeing it today. So these are high school students. Um, you know, they're not even in college yet. But how important is it, as you said, for their uh, potential future growth as uh, somebody who goes to law school to have this experience now? It helps because they get that real experience. It helps them understand, is this something that I could see myself doing as an adult? Um, but just realistically, too, they are making contacts and gaining skills that are going to help them as they move into college and beyond This is something that we call part of our pipeline of programs. So as I mentioned before, our three R's program, mock trial, um, which we have in high school and also for middle school students. And then it connects to our Stokes Scholars Program and Minority Clerkship Program, where we hope to see kids at every step of the way 
and not only help them learn more at every step of the way, but also help them get the contacts who are going to write them a letter of recommendation that's going to give them a leg up. Um, We have a student who participated in our sister program for the Cleveland and East Cleveland schools that we hold later in the the, uh, spring, Um, and he did the mock trial. He went on and did the Stokes Scholars Program for students who have graduated from high school and are now in college. And based on letters of recommendation written by the people he met along the way in these programs, he's doing an internship with um, Senator Sherrod Brown's office. So they meet the people who are going to help them meet the other people that are going to keep them going along that path. Anything else about mock trials that we haven't talked about that you think people would know or should know? I just really would emphasize how much this means to the kids and uh, frankly, how much the volunteers enjoy it, too. Um, as, you know, somebody who works with the volunteers with our various programs at the Bar Association, I always say I have the best job in the world because I get to work with the most wonderful people and I get to see the results of these programs by seeing these kids. Between the months of work that these students have put into it and the work that the volunteers have put into it in being prepared, because they themselves also read a good 160 pages of the case materials and they're very well prepared too. Then actually at the end of the day, seeing the students um, cheer and clap for each other and even the teams that aren't advancing uniformly are cheering and and clapping wildly for their teammates who do advance from their same school. And just the level of professionalism these kids bring, the commitment from the volunteers is just incredibly rewarding. And I just would really emphasize how much work goes into it. Everybody is very friendly and we just want people to learn. We have been talking with Jessica Payne, Director of Community Programs for the Cleveland Metropolitan Bar Association. And thank you for going on the record with us. Thanks for having me.